हॅलो चिल्ड्रन आय एम प्राचित्यागी फ्रॉम महेश्वरी पब्लिक स्कूल प्रतापनगर इन कंटिन्युएशन विथ ह्युमन कॅपिटल फॉर्मेशन आय एम हिअर नाव टू डिस्कस विथ ह्युमन कॅपिटल अँड ह्युमन डेव्हलपमेंट द टर्म्स ह्युमन कॅपिटल अँड ह्युमन डेव्हलपमेंट साऊंड सिमिलर बट देअर इज अ क्लिअर डिस्टिंक्शन बिटवीन दॅम ॲज ह्युमन कॅपिटल कन्सिडर्स एडुकेशन अँड हेल्थ ॲज अ मीन्स टू इन्क्रीज लेबर प्रोडक्टिव्हिटी On the other hand, according to human development, education and health are integral to human well-being because only when people have the ability to read and write and the ability to lead a long and healthy life, they will be able to make other choices which they value. Human capital treats human beings as a means to increase in productivity, whereas according to human development, human beings are ends in themselves. Human welfare should be increased through investment in education and health even if such investment do not result in higher labor productivity. Therefore, according to human development perspective, every individual has a right to get basic education and basic health care irrespective of their contribution to labor productivity. It means every individual has a right to be literate and lead a healthy life. Now, they, we are going to discuss here about the human capital formation in India. We have already learned that human capital formation is the outcome of investment in education, health, on-the-job training, migration and information. Out of all these elements, education and health are very important source of human capital formation. We know that ours is a federal country with a union government, state governments and local governments. The constitution of India mentions the functions to be carried out by each level of government. Therefore, education and healthcare services create both private and social benefits. As a result, both private and public institutions exist in the education and health service market. The expenditure on education and health assume great importance on the formation of human capital. So it is very important that such expenditure provides positive results. To ensure favorable benefits, government intervention is important because of the following reasons. The expenditures on education and health make substantial long-term impact and they cannot be easily reversed. Individual consumers of these services do not have complete information about the quality of services and their cost. The providers of education and health services may acquire monopoly power and may get involved in exploitation. So, the role of government is important to ensure that the private providers of these services adhere to the standards stipulated by the governments and charge the correct price. In education, the ministries of education at the union and state level and departments of education and various organizations like National Council of Educational Research and Training, NCRT, University Grants Commission, UGC, and All India Council of Technical Education, AICTE, regulate the education sector. In health, the ministries of health at the union and state level Departments of Health and various organizations like Indian Council for Medical Research, ICMR, regulate the health sector. 
both the union and state governments have been raising expenditures in the education sector over the years in order to fulfill the objectives of attaining 100% literacy and health facilities for all now let us discuss about an educational sector in india the expenditure by the government on education is expressed in two ways as a percentage of total government expenditure and as a percentage of gdp that is gross domestic product as a percentage of total government expenditure it indicates the importance of education in the scheme of things before the government during 1952 to 2014 it increased from 7.92 to 15.7 As a percentage of GDP it expresses the proportion of income spent on development of education in the country during 1952 to 2014 it increased from 0.64 to 4.13 the increase in education expenditure has not been uniform and there has been irregular rise and fall however if we include the private expenditure incurred by individuals and by philanthropic or charitable institutions the total education expenditure will be much high <clears throat> now let us discuss about the uh, educational achievements in india generally educational achievements in a country are indicated in terms of adult literacy level primary education completion rate and youth literacy rate adult literacy rate refers to the ratio of literate adult population to the total adult population in a country in case of males the adult literacy rate increased from 61.9% in 1990 to 81% in 2015 in case of females the literacy rate was just 37.9% in 1990 which increased to 63% in 2015 which is still far below the satisfaction level primary completion rate it is a percentage of students completing the last year of primary school in case of males the primary completion rate increased from 78% to 94% from 1990 to 2015 in case of females the rate increased from 61% to 99% from 1990 to 2015 youth literacy rate it is the percentage of people ages 15 to 24 who can with understanding read and write a short simple statement on their everyday life in case of males there was marginal increase in youth literacy rate from 76.6% to 92% in 1990 to 2015 in case of females the youth literacy rate increased from 54.2% in 1990 to 87% in 2015 now we'll discuss the we'll discuss about the future prospects in educational sector education for all still a distant dream under this head the literacy rates for both adults as well as youth have increased however the absolute number of illiterates is still as much as india's population was at the time of independence now gender equity better than before the differences in literacy rates between males and females are narrowing it indicates a positive development in gender equity however women education needs to be promoted 
higher educate the indian education pyramid is steep indicating lesser and lesser number of people reaching the higher education level as per nsso data in the year 2011-12 the rate of unemployment among youth males have studied graduation and above in rural areas was 19% their urban counterparts had relatively less level of unemployment at 16% the most severely affected ones were young rural female graduate graduates as nearly 30% of them are unemployed in contrast to this only about 3 to 6% of primary level educated youth in rural and urban areas were were employed therefore the government needs to increase allocation for higher education and also improve the standard of higher education institutions so that students are imparted employable skills in such institutions the spread of education and health services across different sectors of society should be ensured so as to so as to simultaneously attain economic growth and equity India has a rich stock of scientific and technical manpower in the world there is a need to improve it qualitatively and provide such conditions so that they are utilized in our own country that is all for this chapter goodbye